You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 30th day of May. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a uh, special good morning to you fine folks at Austell. You know them folks, them folks right around the corner from you. Yeah, I know that. Corner from you. Um, you say hello to them? And, and I'll say hello to them and the good, good folks over at Pebble Brook. Had a chance to see them. They were over at uh, at, at, uh, at uh, McEachin for the uh, they were for the 16 16- uh, scrimmage there. Anybody call me? I did call you. No, I'm saying not you. I'm talking about them uh, folks didn't call me. I call you. I got a problem with them folks at McGee. I love them, but they, they ain't reached out to me the way I think they should well, you, have yeah, you need over come, the years. You need to come through. All No, but all the years I've been giving them love and will continue to. Then you need to come through. I went and saw Coach Hockman when he was there. You need to come by sometime. I, like I said, I was there when Coach Hockman well, was there. He's not there no more. So, and nobody else went. Greg, the front door. Coach, Dude you know, from, you, and you know what? And Coach Stevens gave gave me a little rough time there when I was over there. I See? That's another reason I ain't going. No, he said, you've been at all these other schools, been posting pictures of their practicing, and you ain't even been. And me and you go all the way back to when I was in high school. I said, like, oh, Coach, mm-hmm. you, had to, you had to handle me like that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but but yeah, it was it was good to see him and good to be out there for that. So yeah, the good folks at at, at Pebblebrook. What's uh, our boy? Uh, our, our, um, Falcons. Our, um, I, I want to see that new setup because they've been working on that school. They're, they're building them a whole new school over there. Josh Matthews. That's it. I'm sorry, just, I didn't get oh, his name right oh, from Pope High School. Hey, Pope, yeah. He opens his doors for me. Yeah. Well, you were there for the movie. There. You Doesn't matter. He opened his door. I ain't been invited to the. Well, the, the, well, they, the, do a, the they do a movie the, over there. <laughs> Athletic director's office at McKeechan yet. Yeah. They need to shoot some movies over there, you they, know? They should. I bet they can shoot some college scenes from some stuff whole, at that place. A lot of things at that place over there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. on this uh, on this 30th day of May, uh, just a quick little, you know, nugget here. Are you ready for this? 1976. Go ahead. Go ahead. Joe Necro. Mm-hmm. You probably know that. You're probably one of the only people who know this stat I'm going to give out. Joe Necro hit his one and only home run. No, I didn't know that. Hit it off his brother. Is that what he hit it? Hit it off his brother, 1976. Wow. Joe Necro got his only home run in Major League Baseball. Imagine that. And he hit it off his brother. I'm sure it was a knuckleball, too. I'm sure it was. Yeah. He knew what was coming. <laughs> he knew what was coming. There you go. Wow. So, you know, 
Uh, anyway, go ahead, man. This is what we do. We turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw on giving you what's going on locally, top to bottom of this state, well, and even what's Bucky selling. Well, we don't get into the Buckies, but 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 <laughs> and we got Eric Slaughter over here too. We're gonna lean on him a little bit uh, too as well. Yeah, I get uh, everything's done high school wise as far as for the season. Uh, seven on seven season is gonna get started for for football. Some camps also for for basketball. Uh, the Corky Kale seven on seven is coming up June seventeenth over in Roswell. And when we get the lineup of all of the teams that we'll be, be participating, we'll let you know. Usually that's just like a day-long event uh, that starts out on several fields and, and eventually winds down with, with, a, with, a, with a winner for that. And it's a little thing that kind of whets our appetite. Uh, football teams are going to be doing 77, and the, the contact camps are becoming a little more popular too, where guys actually get to put on a little bit of padding and, and, and make some contact in order just to teach tackling and whatnot. So some schools are doing those too. We find out what some of those are going to be. We'll let you know. You can go and kind of kind of peep and check some things out this summer as the teams get ready to start the season. Like I always say, spring football, the month of May, is really the start of high school football because from that point on, basically, they're on the field working out until they play the games coming up in August. Um, also, this week, college schedules were announced for the uh, the first four games and for the teams in our area. Uh, start times were given. Uh, locations, Georgia had their start times given. Of course, the Oregon game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and on September 3rd is going to be a 3.30 start. They got Samford, Samford from Birmingham coming over to play at Sanford Stadium. That's a 4 o'clock start on September 10th. September 17th, they got South Carolina. Um, that's, that's a noon start. Uh, for that one, and then they got uh, Kent State out of the MAC coming down to play uh, over in Athens. That's a noon start. Um, those are games on the on September 24th. Georgia Tech, of course, kicks off uh, in prime time on Monday, September 5th, against Clemson in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They got Western Carolina September 10th uh, coming to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Ole Miss. It's been a while since Ole Miss has come to play in Atlanta uh, to play Georgia Tech. Uh, very long time. Uh, September 17th. Uh, that game's a 3.30 start at Bobby Dodge Stadium as, as, as Ole Miss comes to town. And uh, the Virginia game on October 20th is a 7.30 start at Bobby Dodge Stadium. That's a Thursday night game as Georgia Tech is back on the Thursday night schedule. Georgia State's first four games, uh, game times are now set. They kick off September 3rd in Columbia against South Carolina. is a 7.30 p.m. start on ESPN Plus and SEC Network Plus. Uh, the next three games are at home. September 10th, North Carolina Tar Heels. Yes, the North Carolina Tar Heels are coming to Pete's place, uh, Greg, on, on September 10th. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, the Tar Heels are coming down. There's a 12 noon start going to be on ESPNU. That's national televised game for Georgia State. Uh, Charlotte comes in the next week, the 17th. That's a 7 p.m. start uh, at the Center Park Stadium. That's on ESPN+. And then there's a Thursday night, September 22nd, Coastal Carolina. A 7.30 start also on ESPNU, and that game will be at Center Park Stadium. Uh, Georgia State's other primetime game is on a Wednesday night, October 19th, up in Boone, North Carolina, against Appalachian State. So those are football Can stations. I ask you a question? Yes. Has anything – has there been any sort of positive residue handed to Coastal Carolina since that back-and-forth trip and, and them making themselves – putting themselves on the national stage mm-hmm. during the pandemic when they were playing these games and filling in for other teams? And I, I just – and I don't even know what that might be, but has there been something new? Has there been more money poured into the program? Has there been well, visibility doing, they, in they, a way? They're already doing pretty good money-wise out there on the coast, man, at Myrtle Beach. 
Okay. I'm, they, again, they, they I'm just passing that. And the thing over there, pass the hat. Got to pass the hat for them dudes, man. They they are they they're in great shape out there. I've been out there and seen their facilities because everything is practically new. I mean, everything. I mean, they haven't had the program that long. The baseball facilities, and they won national championships several years ago. Of course, Dustin Johnson is is an alum, right? And I'm sure he writes a very charitable uh, thing to thing to them. So uh, they're in great shape down there. But yeah, they got national. They got on the radar, national rankings. So now there's an expectation. There's an expectation for Coastal Carolina, along with Appalachian State. Right. You know, for the well, Appalachian State's had that for a minute. Yeah, they have. They They've have. had that ever since they took care of Michigan in the big house. Yep. And and, and, and they, they got, got close with a couple other big games. So yeah, they're the, they're that. Like what said, Gonzaga used to be. Yeah, because when they beat somebody now, it's not a surprise. Right. You know, so that that's that's what's going on with them. And Georgia State's looking to to break through against those guys. They took out Coastal Carolina last year, uh, but they're still trying to get up State. Speaking of Georgia State, if you go on uh, Twitter and you go to the Georgia State women's uh, page, GSU uh, underscore WBB, you will get a look inside the, uh, the new Georgia State Convocation Center. It is coming right along, and you can see what the floor is going to look like. And uh, – it's pretty impressive, pretty impressive as it gets together. Eric, I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at it and check I, it out. Absolutely. Just retweeted it from 92.9 The Game. Uh, they got the link on there to get your season tickets. But, no, that's the, that's some nice hardwood or uh, what would you call it? Marquet. Marquet, thank you. Yeah, Marquet. Almost, yeah, almost yeah, look, thank look you. like Boston Celtics there, yeah. there with a nice little outline of the state of Georgia there in the middle. That's that's uh, that's very nice. My question is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, we do that too now. Because yeah. every time you say to him, he's like, uh-oh. Do you suppose? High school state finals. Ooh, take them away from Macon. We'll leave Macon. I'm with that. Well, uh, I'm with that well, in a well, minute. I'm just saying, do, do you suppose <laughs> the high school state championship games will leave Macon and come up here to Atlanta, New Georgia State Arena? What you, what you, Boy, what you? And folks in Macon need to put the stick in the back of the pickup and come on <laughs> up here. Put the stick okay. in the back of the pickup. I'm just saying what, what – what, what you think? Sam, refresh my memory. Do they play all classifications in Macon? All classifications are in Macon. Wow. Not like they do with other sports and they split them up a little bit. Hmm. They did with basketball years ago. Yeah, I thought they so. They had the lower classifications in, in Macon and the larger ones were up at Gwinnett. Oh, Gwinnett. Okay, okay. Ooh. You know? Um, okay, here's, here's my here's, question. Here's okay. a one right in the middle. Yeah. Um, easy to get to. Nobody can say they can't find it. because And it's, lots of hotels. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to ask. You think there's, there's room? In other words... Let's remove that tournament away. Is that a convention area consideration? In other words, are the rooms are there enough rooms and parking? Oh yeah, because all I see is construction going on down there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's it's, the, the, it's all ready you're, to go. You're, you're blocks away well, it's from not the Hilton, Hilton, yeah, yeah, Marriott, yeah. because it's going to be used for some of that stuff too. It's not just going to be for basketball. You're going to have classrooms going on. You're going to have meetings, conventions. That's how I was just uh, curious. Like I said, I'm not familiar with uh, the area. Concerts. So they're ready to go. So it's going to be that. Or I mean, a year they're, they're or so out, maybe? About a year. Yeah, they're still developing that. They're going to get that big public store. And, 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 and <laughs> Sam, yeah. well, I'll be over there for the fried chicken. Yeah, they, they got the big public store right where the parking lot was. I don't know. You know, They're taking away that parking lot across from where old Fulton County Stadium was. Because the GSU Sports Arena only sat about 4,000. It was a one bowl. This yeah. is a this is a two-level so what are they looking at, about eight, nine, ten thousand, 10,000 maybe? About 8,500. 8,500. So they're going to be able right. to move commencements. They're going to have the commencements in there. You know. Um, yeah. They're going to be able to do a lot of things with this building. And yeah. so to show it off, what better way to showcase it 
you know. Yeah, you know, and I know you talk about. And, and I'm sure Coach Jonas Hayes will say, "Yeah, you, you actually <laughs> took the words out of my mouth." Because this is the women's team that tweeted this out, but Jonas and Jarvis are on that staff, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, those are my Douglas Douglas High boys. You know, and <laughs> once again, we gave we gave both of those guys a start at Morehouse. Jonas was a volunteer coach, and mm-hmm. Jarvis wasn't a full assistant a few, few years ago. So, yeah, you know, we, yeah. we, that's how we do it at the house. You know, <laughs> we, showed, we showed the love, Greg. We showed the love. <laughs> so, just wanted to give give that a show and let people get a look at that. Also, um, the uh, don't forget the HBCU All-Star Baseball game is coming up. We're going to talk about that a little later on this morning when Ralph Gard joins us. They got a uh, free youth clinic uh, coming up Thursday, this Thursday, June 2nd. Uh, at Truist Park Home Run Derby also uh, on Thursday. On Friday, they got a pregame, like, homecoming experience. They're going to have vendors and tents and tailgating and all that all that good stuff. And then the game starts at 730. You can get tickets uh, for it. And we just going to talk about the about the HBCU baseball experience some with Ralph. But speaking of the HBCU experience, did you see the story about the young lady who was committed to go um, – Fiskey. Well, she's committed to go to Arkansas and, and reconsidered and decided to go to Fisk. And the sport that she's in, gymnastics. That was my sport coming up. But she decided to go from going to Arkansas yeah. to, a, to a small HBCU, um, a Fisk, in, which is in, but it's in Nashville. Right. Um, and it is kind of an amazing story. She's from out of young lady out of North Texas, Corporal High School. And uh, she committed in Arkansas back in November, had a change of heart, and uh, decided she wanted to go somewhere. She says it's a sacrifice and an opportunity. She says to pave the way for future black gymnasts. Um, young lady's name, name is Morgan Price. And um, to go to somewhere that doesn't really have a reputation. I think this, this gymnastics program is new. I think at Fisk. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something new that they have there. Part of the first women's gymnastics team at a historically black college university uh, would be at Fisk. And to pass up an opportunity to go to Arkansas, and she, and she knows it. She says, hey, you know, it's, it's a sacrifice and an opportunity. And that's kind of what we're talking about with the players who could go to the bigger schools deciding to go, yeah, you're, you're sacrificing. You're sacrificing running out in front of the 80,000 folk. You're sacrificing that thing. But what is the other thing you get from that experience that maybe you haven't experienced before? And I think that's what, you know, that's what it offers to a lot of people. And we've heard the attention being attracted for for football, obviously, with what Deion Sanders is doing down at Jackson State and even with what Wayne Ross did with the North Carolina A&T track team. And he just got the job at Tennessee this week. So he's leaving North Carolina A&T to go to Tennessee. But now to hear someone in a sport that, it's not really even on the radar at HBCUs, but to turn down an opportunity at an SEC powerhouse. I believe that's called the Simone Biles effect. You think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. People are making decisions right now for, for our, I mean, well below our pay grade, meaning much younger, and how they're affecting, you know, the next generation already. Whoa! Way to go, man. <laughs> You know, man, you almost KO, folks. <laughs> folks, you didn't see what what almost happened. Well, here. we'll tell you what happened here in just a minute. <laughs> Got to get out. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two ninety Game, ninety two ninety Game dot com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Band aids provided. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Y'all talk about me dancing up here. Mr. Crenshaw's shoulders ain't stopped. 
It is up and down. Because of the music yeah. and, because, and because of the guests we got. And if you have been with us for a great period of time, you know that there's only like two people. Two people. And this was the first person that had their own intro music. Keep it going there a little bit there. There's a little bit there. And we don't have Mon as much as we'd like to. But we couldn't be happier that he's joining us this morning. want to welcome back Russell Baxter as we get ready to talk NFL. Hey, Russell. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm trying to figure out who the other person is. Uh, the other person is... Somebody he knows. He knows Chris? No, he, well, he knows he knows D-Led. Okay, well, it's D-Led. Okay, he's, well, the third D- person D- would D-Lando be. Ledbetter. Yeah, D-Led. Atomic Dog. Oh, Hall of Fame voter, if, if memory serves me correct. Oh, Russell, <laughs> Russell, hang on a second. Listen, I don't want to bury the lead here. You brought it up. Do you know, since you have talked to us last, that we've got another yeah. Hall of Fame voter? Mr. Crenshaw has been asked to be a part of, and he will be putting together the first Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame with, I don't know how many other voters there are, but Sam has been brought in because of his knowledge and expertise, and just because he's Sam Crenshaw, he is going to be voting on not just the inaugural class, but from however long he's sucking, as long as he's breathing air. So that's happened since you talked to us last. He's a Hall of Fame voter, Russell. What do you think of that? Well, I, I think that's impressive. I think it's a huge responsibility. And it's for me, uh, one day I'd like to be a pro football Hall of Fame voter, and I would consider that the peak of my career. Um, yep. So, Sam, that's that's great news. And uh, obviously with your knowledge and so on, you will be – very, very thorough. Now, are you going to put you and Greg in first, or do you have a? <laughs> well, my question, my my thing is with Sam, and this is what he and the other uh, people who are voting grapple with. You have to suspend everything that you know about what these particular players did in college and some in the pros, because it's all about high school. And I'll give you the mm-hmm. one example that comes to mind is the the one that we usually bring up around here in Atlanta is that when they were coming out of high school. The head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, beat out Hall of Famer <laughs> Calvin Johnson for Georgia High School Player of the Year. So, do you put? Well, that's easy. You put them, that's easy. You put them both in. Well, Sam, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the uh, same time, or is it one going it, before the other? Well, I don't know. You know, it depends on how big the class was, too, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. That's Do you true. have like a limit? You know, because Hall of Fame kind of has like a limit and stuff like that. The Pro Football Hall of Fame is—is is there a limit, Sam? Well, for the very first a, one, is, is, there, is this the first—is this a first-time thing? Is this an inaugural class? This is an inaugural class, so the inaugural class would be a bit larger than the normal classes would be going forward. So this was well this. In, in 1963 when the Pro Football Hall of Fame had its inaugural class, they put in 17 people. Wow. Okay. Is where there's 17 folks. That's a big and Ben. That, that had to be very hard to do, even in '63, to weed to it down to 17. That's pretty well, tough. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but remember, it's not just players; it's coaches and contributors and and all that as well. So, yeah, uh, but figured. remember, in 19 by 1963, the NFL had already been 43 years old. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm sure Hallis went in. I can't remember, but I would imagine Hallis and. and I'm pretty sure he was. In, I'm pretty sure he was inaugural class. I, I I could not do the inaugural class off the top of my head. Somebody like Sammy Ball, I would think, would be in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe Don Hudson. I, I'm I'm really not sure. I'm sure I could dig it up for you and all that, but no. um, there were listen a lot of legendary players. It's so funny because um, 
you, you see your share of people who only like to recognize the Super Bowl era. And I understand that the Super Bowl era is now 56 years old, but the pre-Super Bowl era was 46 years old. And, you know, people, well, they played in leather helmets and they only had eight teams. Well, why do you think the league is 32 teams now? I mean, you know, 32 teams that weren't for the eight or 10 or 12 teams and the mergers and the, the Browns and the 49ers and the Colts joining from the AAFC in the 1960 merger. It's evolvement. You just don't all of a sudden in 1920 say, here, hey, here's 32 football teams. Let's all play. Yeah. And the crazy part about all of this is, and, and we got some questions for you with the NFL next, but I can't think of another sport where the college and the pro level flip sides because prior to the NFL blowing up the way it has, it was all about college football in this country. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. well, the, the reason I, I want to tell you guys is the reason that the 1958 NFL title game between the Colts, Colts. and the Giants mm-hmm. is it, it, often referred to as the greatest game ever played was A, it was the first overtime game, but B, it was an exciting game and it really put pro football on the map. Okay, now that's 1958 for a league that had been around 1920. In the early days, it was almost like a barnstorming league. In the early days, remember, the postseason for the NFL didn't start until the early 30s. So they awarded champions in a different way and so on. College football, you know, the the great players from college, uh, the huge crowd. Listen, you still have stadiums in college football, many stadiums that hold more than pro stadiums. Right. Very much, very much, folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline. We're great to have Russell Baxter with us, and he is social. Yes, he is. You can find him on Twitter at BaxFootballGuru, at BaxFootballGuru. Uh, Russell, glad you're with us right now. Thoughts about some things that, that have taken place this offseason with these teams uh, and some movement around, especially some people like Tariq Hill, some people we weren't expecting to be moving around in different places. Talk about how this is like maybe changing the landscape a little bit of what we can expect going into the fall. Well, what's been interesting about this offseason, listen, we've seen some quarterback changes, obviously, uh, Russell, Willen, Russell Wilson being the, the highlight and so on. But uh, someone said to me last month about, you know, these quarterbacks being empowered. And I and, and I think now I look at the league and I see it's, it's more than quarterbacks. It's all positions being empowered. Um, the wide receiver movement this offseason was, was crazy. Um, to me, in, in some ways, the Tyreek Hill trade to Miami was more surprising than the Devontae Adams trade to Las Vegas. Um, and then you saw Christian Kirk get a lot of money, and now you see teams almost afraid to sign their young player to that fourth-year deal. Um, I'm sorry, to that fifth-year deal, uh, which is why we saw A.J. Brown uh, traded to the Eagles, uh, waiting for him to ask for big money. So um it, that changed the landscape what won't change the landscape is no matter how many how many of these skilled people trade positions um trade teams uh 10 head coaching changes yada 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 by the end of the year someone's going to have to play some pretty good defense to win a super bowl um and for all of the cincinnati Bengals, got to the, the offense i'm sorry got to the super bowl with a bad offensive line talk um I offset with uh, who spent more time in the Cincinnati Bengals backfield in the second half of the Super Bowl? Aaron a, Donald. Joe Burrow, B, Aaron Donald, or C, Von Miller? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. You brought up quarterbacks. Speak to the uh, fans here in Atlanta whose bottom lip is still out about Matt Ryan landed in Indianapolis and what kind of performer you think he's going to be up there. Well, listen, he's one of the most productive quarterbacks in NFL history. I mean, that's simply put. Um, The numbers bear it out. Uh, There's always going to be that stigma of the the, the loss in Super Bowl 51, um, which to me gets hung much more on him um, than should. Uh, You know, I, I saw his offensive coordinator turned head coach find himself in a similar situation with the 49ers and it, it kind of went the same way. Um, and I don't have to explain to you guys that Atlanta's defense has been a disappointment for even when Dan Quinn was there. Okay. Uh, they've yet to discover a pass rush, a consistent one. Uh, I believe they were dead last in the league in sacks again this past season. So um, Matt Ryan is w- what I would call the consummate pro. Um, he's going into a situation where Chris Ballard, Chris Ballard's been the GM. Will you hear this? Chris Ballard's been the GM and a good GM for the Colts since 2017. He will open the season with his six different starting quarterback in as many years as he's been there. Yep. Wow. Yep. I mean, that, I mean, they. Some will say, well, they haven't been able to replace Andrew Luck. No, they haven't been able to replace Peyton Manning. That's really what it comes down to. So I think he'll be fine up there. He's got the NFL's leading rusher um, in Jonathan Taylor. He's an offensive line. It's regarded as one of the best, although it took some hits uh, the last couple of years. Um, and they lost a really good guard in, in Mark Lewinsky, who went to the Giants. So, But they also made some very interesting deals on defense. They have Stefan Gilmore now. Um, and, you know, Chris Bauer does a good job with that team. They just need a little stability at quarterback. And Matt Ryan gives you stability. He hasn't missed a hell of a lot of games uh, during his career. Um, I was actually writing a piece about um, Matt Ryan in Chicago. Are, are, are you familiar with this one, guys? No, was that? No, oh, okay. Well, do you remember when um, it was – Ryan Pace was the GM for the Bears, and he hired Matt Nagy, yeah. right? Don't remind me. Okay, so that's – Matt and Ryan, right? Oh. Oh. Okay, so what happened this offseason? The Bears got a new GM named Ryan Poles, and he hired Matt Eberfluss. <laughs> yeah, so well, it's Matt Ryan again. So who, well, who's going to have the better year, Matt Ryan in Chicago or Matt Ryan in Indianapolis? Listen, speaking for Chicago and Bears fans everywhere, just give us a quarterback. I mean, we got to go back to the 40s for any kind of stability at that position. So the list of quarterbacks. For the longest time, they they did not have a Pro Bowl quarterback. No. Um, And and listen, because because of the conditions and and how the the team is run and the the stability and and philosophy and so on, this is, is a team that does not put up a lot of prolific numbers. In fact, uh, this is now true. They are the only franchise in the NFL, the Bears, whose leading rusher all time is the same as its all time leading pass catcher. And that's Walter Payton. Wow. Yep. 
<laughs> That's all you need to know. Stay right there. I'm staying out of this one because I get I get the sweats and things. No, Russell. Before you let you go, thoughts about where we live here. Of course, we're going through a quarterback change, but to me, a lot of it happened because the guy came back to work down in Tampa Bay. Um, talk a little bit about a snapshot of our, of our division now. Um, we got Marcus Mariota, but Brady's back down in Tampa. Seems like Jameis is, is going to be the guy in New Orleans. Don't know what they're going to do up in Carolina. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do in Carolina, too. They, they keep on seeing to be biting their tongue as much as anything else, whether they're going to make a Baker Mayfield move and so on. And ironically, that would be there with Sam Darnold. I mean, in 2018, Baker was the first pick, and Darnold was the third pick and so on. What, to me, the Falcons and the Bears uh, seem to be the two teams that are signing every wide receiver possible um, to join their team. The Falcons have a slew, and I understand, obviously, with the Falcons, with the Calvin Ridley situation. And I mean, was it all that long ago that it was Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage, and, and now they're all gone? So um, you're going to have to get Marcus Mario to some some help. I, obviously, they invested the third round pick in Desmond Ritter. Um, so obviously, that's a long term solution and so on. But hopefully, they can get their de- defense figured out. The thing I'm most excited about with the Falcons has to do with the Saints. So hear me out here for a second. Do you remember the 2015 NFL draft? The first overall pick was Jameis Winston, the second overall pick was Marcus Mariota. They actually faced each other in their first NFL games. Now they will face each other two times a year. And for the season opener. That's the season opener this time. We'll we'll be the Saints. Talk about you mean talk about coming full circle? (laughs) Really? I mean that's that's I mean that's Marty McFly in the flux capacitor right there. There you go. And, and and speaking of which, this is a good way to put a tail on us because you got to come back and join us again, Russell. Because we jumped in our our old DeLorean and we got our Saturday show back. So Sam and Greg, Saturday and Sunday mornings. We realize you have other commitments, but as best as possible, would you would you make an effort to come back and join us when season starts? Absolutely. When Sam called the other day, I was. I was excited to come on. I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely do Sunday this week. So, okay. yeah, some things are, are definitely out of my control and so on. But, no, I love coming on with you guys. So. Well, we appreciate it, man. We talk NFL. There's a few better than Russell Baxter, man. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, and thank you again for joining us. Thanks, Russell. All right. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Uh, coming up next, we're going to take a little stroll through Eric's world. Yep. Yeah, you got to hit the mic on for that one. And then we'll tell you also how I almost killed Sam last segment. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Oh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 929 game. What you doing over there? I when I dance, I get up off the chair. You, and I turn my mic on. When we first started coming back over, that was a me problem. You've been doing hey. a lot more lately. Yeah. Who are you dancing to? Hey, it's a little audition. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm saying You know, there's a very famous dance routine. That, that, that I know, that I know. Song. Yeah. That that kick to that, the that, side that, there and all that, but right. I get out the chair and do that. It's the same thing as like uh, because it was revived for the Beyonce tune. They basically did the same dance routine for that, right? Love on top. I'm just saying. I introduced and, and it to a whole new generation. I was and, telling my nieces about it. Oh, is this? Uh, no, go, go look at this video. 
say, it's the same one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, ain't somebody done that before. It was. It, it's, it's like it's like when you show folks old YouTube's of the, of the uh, locker dancers, yeah. and and old dude was doing the moonwalk back then, decade or so before Michael. Yeah, and everybody thinks it started with Michael. Yeah, you know. Nope, 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 nope. Nicholas Brothers were doing that. Yep, back in the day. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. Uh, before the, we get to the tra- traffic alert. Uh, that the that the accident is cleared. Oh well, we if you're just joining us. Yes, quick we recap. Er, er, uh, Earlier, uh, northbound 85 coming out from downtown of the downtown connector has been a parking lot for uh, a couple of hours, but seems like they got it cleared off now. Whatever is there is off to the side. Uh, so if you take 85, you can take it now uh, going forward northbound through downtown if you're on the downtown connector. All right. It's all cool. Also, if you're just joining us, we put a poll question out uh, on the heels of the Indianapolis 500, getting ready to start here in just a little bit. Um, what one day sporting event in America would you like to attend? And I mean, First class, they're going where whatever you figure close first class would be a suite or you know first class uh, flight and, and hotel. Watch and it from a yacht. Watch it from a fake, yacht if it's water. whatever. Um, <laughs> well, there's locations I don't got it down there for that, but anyway, <laughs> it would be done top shelf yep. across the board. Mm-hmm. What and by the way, this is minus the Super Bowl because we know everybody would pick the Super Bowl. So that could be your other. Maybe not will. everybody, but, but uh, most but, but, folks but would most pick. People, but most people. Most people would pick the Super Bowl. So these are the three we gave you: Indianapolis 500 running today, Daytona 500 running in February, and the Kentucky Derby just ran, and other. Polls up at at 92.9 The Game. Let us know uh, what you think. We appreciate you participating. In fact, can we? Uh, Get a little update there, Eric, if you could, please. Absolutely. And we are getting a lot of votes. We appreciate all our listeners and Twitter followers. We got some people dropping some notes. That, hey, yeah. we, don't, we don't count a game seven in basketball, hockey, or baseball. I'll probably uh, choose Masters Sunday. That's from Jeff. That's from Jeff Miller. See, and again, the reason I didn't put Masters or baseball or football, those were series. Just like the reason we didn't put in Final Four. Right. But, okay, so one day standalone events. Okay. Boom. But okay, so right now the Kentucky Derby is winning at forty three percent. Okay. And then other is actually coming in number two at twenty four percent. But Figured. I like what Sam is saying. Those game sevens or Sunday at the Masters, those are one day. Because it's semantics though, but we know that there's not always a guaranteed game seven with us with a series. We know there's gonna be a derby next year. We know there's gonna be a Daytona five hundred. We all we not we not promised a game seven. Yeah. Like tomorrow night. And we had to make a decision because there's only so many we could put up there, Indy is uh, bringing up the trail right now. Only 13%, and Daytona is at 21%. What if we threw in a round of golf at Indianapolis 500? Because that's a bucket thing for me. If I could play golf in the middle of the race. That's amazing. amazing. Do they allow that, though? I don't know if it's during. No, probably not. I don't think. I've never seen it. Maybe now, going out early in the morning after after they blow off the fireworks. And if you want to get nine holes in, cool. Get out there. But we shut the course down at, say, 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. What All time right. does? Because I always thought the indie race was later in the day. Because I remember. Oh no, few, no, noon. No, noon. Right, noon. Okay, so then when it was years ago, are there any drivers this year they're trying to do? Because I remember no. when you know what I'm talking about. They tried yeah. to do indie, then go yeah. to Coca Cola. Oh yeah, Tony yeah. Stewart did that. Tony yeah. Stewart did. I think it. Jim, uh, Jimmy. John, John. I think John Andretti did it. Yeah. Okay. John, you know, but Jimmy Johnson is driving this. He's year. He's driving indie this He's year. Driving indie this. Okay, year. so the Coca Cola is later in the evening. Then. Yeah, that's right. a night that's race. Around six, about six o'clock. I guess you'll talk to Adam about that, right? Adam about that. Okay. Yeah, we will. There we go. Let's give him that question. But anyway, so that's the poll. We got an update there. All right.
It is time, ladies and gentlemen, it for is. the fastest growing segment and radio, not just sports talk radio, not the tri- radio period. Not the tri-state area. You got, you got to leave my ad libs alone, man. Because see, I was going to come back with another in the entire mountain area, mountain region. Mount, mountain region. See, again, you just let, let them just simmer there. Mm-hmm. Let them simmer. Eric's World yes, sir. with Let's Eric go. Slaughter. How y'all doing this morning? Doing great, fine, sir. Great. Well, you tell us, how are, we, how are we doing? Because you're producing us. Oh, man, y'all doing excellent, man. You okay. know, y'all make me sound good. Okay. Hey, I, I play well, I think music, the other way around. You know? no. You're going to make us sound good. <laughs> well, y'all got me associated with greatness, then. How about that? Yeah, man. Greatness. The Sam Crenshaw and Greg Clarkson greatness. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> You know, I wanted to go to Eric's role today. I wanted to revisit some of the things we talked about yesterday in our poll about some of the things that we are now doing that we weren't doing for the past couple of years or some of the things that we want to do. Because I want to learn more about you guys. We've been together now for almost a month, you know, just about a month. But I don't know some of the things about you guys. Like, So one of our poll questions yesterday was, if you are traveling now, that things have kind of gotten back to normal. So I want to know from you guys, and I'll tell you, tell me some places on your travel bucket list that you still want to get to. Well, I just told you one. I want the, to play the, golf in the middle of the Indianapolis 500 track. But, but is that you consider that your travel bucket list? Give me something better. I like, I'll give you mine. Well, what's okay. wrong with that? Because you can get in the car and drive up there. I can't necessarily get on the because course. He's, he's, he's been there. Well, that's. I can't get on the course. It's like saying I want to play the Masters. I'm going to go to Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. That don't mean I'm going to be able to play nine right. holes unless I come with this dude. Cause they'll let me in if I'm with Sam. Oh, but Sam opens up a whole lot of doors. Yeah, well, well, he he he's, he he known in Augusta. I can, now. Exactly, I, I, I can he's get, known. I can get you places in Augusta. I'm about to get that's you to man. That I, I I know I'll be playing. A, you know, the gut in the course. We go by James Brown's place. <laughs> we, we, I'm <laughs> no. sure there's a couple restaurants he knows about. Yo, so yeah, I'm hanging with him. Nah. It's like if he comes with me to Chicago. Okay, I'm gonna run him by Buddy Guy's place. All right, we gonna stop by Obama's, knock on the front door, see if anybody's home. <laughs> you know, what about Oprah's? She don't live in Chicago, and don't get me started on. Oprah ain't from Chicago. Don't do that. No, do no, that. no. And yeah, yeah. we ain't we ain't feeling her. Okay. She came man. in here, took a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And cut him. Let me just tell you a little something. Oh man. This is just, no, 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 I'm be done with segment. this. Oh, so wait, you, I want to hear this. Just so you I know. I want to hear this. It's supposed to be your segment, man. Well, he he asked us questions about it. Okay. Chicago people do not like to be made to feel like they should be like New Yorkers. Meaning? In other words, it's the third biggest city in this country. We right. know what the first biggest city is, and everything's compared to New York. Okay. Right? L.A. is all. There's a whole other thing out there. Like Philly and Boston have to deal with that, too. But the second city, what did I say, the third biggest? Yeah, it's the, the third biggest. But it's called the second yeah. city. Yeah, the second city. Okay. There's people who come to and hang out in Chicago and live there who act like they live in New York. There's a certain kind of attitude. I can't explain it here, but it's a certain feel. you got to remember something. The heart of the Midwest is Chicago. So at the end of the day, despite the size of the city, we're Midwesterners. Mm-hmm. And you can have a perception of Midwesterners versus people from, you know, that area, that region of New York, Jersey, Philly, Boston, well, there's that whole. Def- there's definitely a, a difference, difference, right? The East Coast okay. So a lot of folks felt like when Oprah came, because of her show and because how she just grew, mm-hmm. that she kind of acted more, you know, that other city than, than Chicago. Okay. That's well, all I'm going to say. I'll well, leave it at that. Off, and we're going to get off over, but, but yeah. you better leave my HBCU alum alone. 
You and, ask the question, and, man. And, and, I'm and, just and telling Sam, you. Sam, maybe you know this. Do you know where Oprah got her start in the news world? Yeah, in Baltimore. Everybody <laughs> knows that. All right. Everybody knows that, Baltimore. Yeah. Go ahead. Ask Sam a question. Well, Sam, where's your, you know, you know that you can travel if you were traveling? Give me a place that you ain't been, that you want to go, you ain't seen, you want to do. Wimbledon. Okay. Did you Wimbledon know, in London? Ooh, can I come? Hey, I'll go there with you. Wanna you want to go? Yeah, you want to go everywhere with Sam, man. No, <laughs> I don't want to. I want to go to Wimbledon and Augusta. I got There's one more place I like to go with. Okay. The Monday of the U.S. Open. Yeah, I love to do that. Yeah, you want to go U.S. Open up in Flushing. You want to go? What, what you doing? When you say, oh, you talking about the Monday of the tennis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so US when Open. I think of U.S. Open, see, I I always get an issue with that because <laughs> they both got a golf tournament and the tennis tournament. Best time to go to U.S. Open is the first Monday of the tournament because yeah. everybody's everybody's there uh-huh. and nobody's lost. Right. Yet. Okay. And if they're not playing, they're practicing. So you go there, you fly into LaGuardia. You get how many flights we got to LaGuardia from out every hour, yes, right? Every hour yeah. on an hour. You fly in the tennis center is right across the street from the airport. Arthur Ashe. You go right in there, right in there, and you okay. go in and you can just watch tennis all day. And then when it starts getting dark, you come back across the street. Well, y'all, flight, y'all tight with sales. They can reach out to our you know partners up there and make that happen for us. You can do that. He all of a sudden said us. You notice that? Us. We he, that. he said us. You've been we dropping David's name for the past two days. Oh, you talking about our sales guy? Yeah. I don't know that he's got connections up there. I don't I don't know all, listen, right. if I can get connections Look, and get to a place. One salesperson calls another salesperson. No, no, no. no bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. Again, you're doing this different, doing it the hard way. I ain't calling David. <laughs> I'm calling Mr. Caffey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's who I'm calling, right? And, and and he ain't inviting you two after what y'all talked about with him and Al Horford. Oh. Well, well, and comparing look, wives look, and all look, that. Look, and look, I told him about that. Look, if Al Horford don't show up tonight, Al Horford need to be fitting the bill. He's for, got something going tonight. on, though. Game he's, seven he's, is tonight, he's, he's, homeboy. He's got something going oh, on, yeah. though. You know he has yeah. something going on. Who's that? Al Horford. He, 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 lost, he lost his grandfather just for the last game. Oh, did he really? Did he? Yeah. And so oh, okay. he didn't have a great game, and a lot of people weren't aware of that. So, yeah, that's something that, is, that he was dealing with with his family. But hopefully he plays and, and will be better in this game. But it, but now, it, you but know it what happened. they say about what makes you a professional now? Yeah, now. That yeah, you now. perform no matter but what is you, going on. And you know what, though? We only get a handful of folks whose job it is to love us unconditionally, whether we're the president or the wino. Or wino. There's certain folk, And when you lose one of them folks, you know, it does something to you. You know, and, and, and it should, because we don't get but a handful of folk that are going to do that for us. Hang on a second. Let's just stop and let that simmer. Because, see, this is why I work with this man. That's why I love this man. What? In just general conversation, he comes up with this just wrenching phrase that should stay with people throughout the rest of their life. Well, it's Sunday. Reverend Sam came with well, no, But I'm, I'm saying, man, no, that's, that's a good thing. That's no, but you said something that's prolific, and people should take that and hold on to it because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely – there's only a handful of folks that love us unconditionally. That's a phrase that should be on a bumper sticker. It really should, and I'm not making fun of it. That was, that was, that was no. art that just came out of your mouth. I don't know if that was art. That was. Hallmark, it was beautiful. It was a Hallmark moment. Yeah, man. No, I don't know about that. We're going to put that on a card, Hallmark. We're yeah. going to make some no, money. No, we ain't going to because at Hallmark, they'll get some money they'll out of it. They'll make it. We'll <laughs> make put that, put <laughs> that on a bumper sticker and sell it at Bucky's. You know. Last thing before we get out of here yeah. on Eric's World. So I started this segment with New Edition. Okay? Yeah. Right, new Edition is one of my all-time go-tos to see them in concert. Concert and show was another thing that was on our poll question yesterday. Give me someone that you have not seen yet that you still want to see or someone that you try to see every time they come to town? Hmm. Yeah, man. Because it's probably not somebody you're going to think. And, and, and probably me and Sam both will be in an arena that's not maybe a pop singer. Because I'm thinking of, is Oscar when Oscar still around? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Okay. Oscar, Oscar See, yeah, you, he, he knew exactly who we were talking about. <laughs> he Oscar didn't know. Peterson. Oscar Peterson. Peterson. I tell, okay, Wynton um, Marcellus. Wynton Marcellus. I've seen Wynton Marcellus twice. 
No, I've seen him three times. Actually. Well, then there you go. So you can see why. Atlanta Jazz Festival. I saw him one time, and he we winked at the person I was at the concert with. I was like, wait a minute, pick a minute, man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what those musicians do. Yeah. That's I'm why like, you don't go to the concert. What you got? I told you about that with Bruno Mars. What happens if you show up with your girl and Bruno wings down there and winks at her? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, wait just a uh-huh. minute. He had, his, on the he, had his, he had his five heartbeats moment. He, he's singing to Sam's girl and he, he's like, hey, you know, Versace on the phone. Leave it there. Uh, door be open for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, that is Eric's world for the day. We'll yeah. see you next Saturday. I'm not with you guys tomorrow, wait, man. Wait, did you say who you. Okay, so. Yours is who? Um. Oh my goodness! I I, I just said I seen him again. I, I, uh, I seen yeah. You didn't say times. nobody. I didn't say anybody. Uh, well, I, mean, I guess it'd be Bruno Mars. I would. Love, I'd love to go go and catch okay. him. Yeah. You know, tickets are kind of pricey out there in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. Hey, well, speak- well, well, take some of Greg's um, roulette winnings or whatever he had. Yeah, whatever he won out and, there, and, man. And put it on something, and then <laughs> maybe you'll be, you be, you be, yeah, you be parking cars at that concert. That's what you'll be doing. Hey, speaking of, uh, uh, to that question, there will be a lot of people that will, would have probably said, were he still around, one, you know, Michael or Jackson, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what's crazy or, or, or I didn't Prince. know about? I, I learned two things again. about that family today as I was putting together this silly list today. On this 30th day of May, Reby Jackson mm-hmm. is her birthday. Is she the oldest? She's the oldest. She's the oldest. And her real name is Maureen. Okay. And I think when, when Michael blew up, he wrote her a song, Centipede, I think it was, but she Centipede. had something else. But Reby great song. and LaToya are both born on May 30th. Really? They share the same birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't know got, that. You got all those kids. Not surprised. Hang on know. a second. And, and I say this. Reverently, I don't know if that's a real word, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was another one who they lost. Yeah, I had forgotten Marlon was a twin. Yeah, I had completely forgotten about that. Marlon mentioned him at Michael's funeral. Yeah, he mentioned you know say hello to my Brandon, my, my, my brother Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had completely forgot about that. that? Marlon Jackson, yeah, Marlon. you know the one just older than Michael was 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 a, was twin. a twin. It's like a lot of people forget Elvis was a twin. Yeah. Nah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Jessica, yeah. I can't wait for that movie to come There's out. A movie coming out. Oh, man. I can't wait. Tom a, Hanks is playing Colonel Tom. Yeah, and you're going to hear the real story and to find out one of the most amazing things. I told you the two amazing things to me in music history is that the Beatles did what they did in a six-year span, meaning they blew up, they landed in America in '64, and then broke up in '70, and did all the stuff that they did, and then Elvis became who he became. Never did a show outside the United States. Yeah. Never performed, and that's because of the colonel. And they got to address that in this movie. Not that he kept him here. That dude left the country. They weren't letting him back in because he upset so many people. And he wasn't an American citizen. So there you go. All right, moving into the 8 o'clock hour. Sam and I, oh, we're going to talk more racing. Adam Alexander is going to be joining us. Yeah. Got a casting call for you. And uh, up next, a little bit more. See what's going on with these Braves, man. They're kind of up and down, and so we'll talk some Major League Baseball next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.